things i'm just like what and i'm like okay you don't think it's a good idea then why did you give tim your blessing he said i didn't give him my blessing uh, what and i was like I'm, at this point i'm like tearing up what's up fam welcome back to the w podcast where you get wisdom in the word with the wheelers hey so we are so excited to have you all in this week we're still in our story time series and we got a good one for you today today's story is we are talking about how my parents did not approve of us getting married da, da, da. yes so we've been married for four years now yes praise god and we got engaged five years ago yes. so we're going back down memory lane yes and share a little bit about this with y'all trust me it's gonna get gooder and gooder as they say is that what they tell me <laughs> <laughs> so a little background story i proposed to pauline on july 13th 2017 but before i did that i actually flew to boston where pauline is from where her parents stay and ask for Pauline's hand in marriage because that's what a good Christian man should do, right? Like that's what a good Christian yeah, brother it's traditional. Should do. And I, well, I'll add to you, that was something that was important to me. Um, not really because I'm so close with my parents because some women differ on this because we know 2022 some people don't really see value in that or it's not as common as it used to be for people to ask for a girl's hand in marriage and some parents don't even honestly expect it or like require it but i wanted that to happen because i wanted to do everything that i could um or everything that was kind of within my realm of control or influence to like go about this the right way just because i already you know like my relationship with my parents was interesting at that time and i had made some decisions that they didn't like and um i wanted to just cover myself basically and i didn't want them to ever kind of look back and like point fingers at me and say you did this wrong or you did that wrong lo and behold it kind of happened anyway but we'll get into that so on june 24th 2017 a few weeks before i actually flew to boston at 7 a.m and i flew back home the same day at 8 p.m that setting. same night now anyone who's ever flown in a city and out of a city in the same day you know, that's a lot. Like, you just tired. And I wasn't on no private jet. There was no PJ. There oh was no gosh. nothing. And also, for those of you who don't know, we currently live in, like, the D.C. area. So, it's still East Coast. Still same time. It's it wasn't not, the it's worst. A, but a quick flight. Yeah. But still, going to the airport. Still a flight, yeah. So, I get to Boston, and I get the smallest rental car known to man. You look like a clown. Like, they clown put clown. me in this clown car... And it, I was so uncomfortable. I, I may put the video right here because y'all need to see what this looks like and see the love I had for this oh, one. <laughs> so I did not, here's probably part of the problem. I didn't go to a rental car place mm. because I didn't have money like that at that time. So anybody remembers Zipcar? Also, you weren't 25. I wasn't. So anybody remember Zipcar? Like, do y'all remember Is Zipcar? I, don't, I haven't heard of Zipcar in years. So I don't even know if they're still in business. Yeah. But that's what I used at that time because that was what I could afford. That's what made sense. So I got the zip car. They put me in the clown car, but you get what you pay for. And it's like a rental car for those of you who don't know, but it's like by the hour. It's kind of like it's more affordable. Yeah. So before I go to Pauline's parents' house, I stop at a store because my mentor actually told me, hey, make sure you get some gifts for her parents before you go so that you can kind of like warm them up butter them up just make them feel good so side note fellas 
when you are going through this process of proposing to your, your woman, of asking for their hand in marriage, please make sure you have some people in your life that are married and yeah. wise that can put you on game and yeah. help you in that time because it's so valuable to be able to make sure you're doing everything that you can do best because yeah. there's so many things that I would have not done that helped me a lot yeah. in this situation because I had somebody that already been there walking me through it. The Bible actually says this, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. So it's just biblical. Like make sure you have somebody in your life that can help you out. How many times did you say you had met my parents up until this point? Good question. At least twice. Yeah, I would say at least three times. It was, I had seen them at least three times, I feel like. Because they came down here the first time I ever met them. Yeah. Then I came up there in August 2016. And then we went to Utica and then... March. Vermont, like back to back. So maybe four times. Yeah, so I maybe have seen them four times in my life. Yeah. So there was some report there, but it's not like I was seeing them every month. Right, but also it helps like when for those of you who are long distance or like you have parents that are live far away like mine do, at least like when you do have four different occasions, it's good because those were like two, three day trips at a time, like jam packed, like kind of focused trips instead of just like, oh, I saw you at a dinner one time. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So back to the story. I get the gifts. I drive to Pauline's parents' house. And there was a certain time that we were actually scheduled to meet. So wait, did you call them? Did you know they were? Did they know you were coming? Talk about that. Yes, they did know I was coming. I wasn't just pulling up on them. Uh, I don't remember exactly what happened, but I know that I texted her, your dad, uh -huh. uh, like probably a week before. I'm just like, hey, like I'm thinking of, I'm going to be in the area <laughs> next Saturday. <laughs> like, will you be home? I want to stop by and talk to you about something. Real chill. He just said, yes, I'll be home. So luckily that worked out because that would have sucked if he wasn't in the area. Yeah, don't fly up and not let them know you're coming. Yeah. Now, you actually knew that I was going up because some yeah. people differ on this. Some people don't like the woman to know they're even asking for the hand in marriage. Yeah. But that's just not how you rule. You would not have liked Well, it. I also think it's harder in our in our situation because, like, we're going to be gone for a whole day and I don't, like... I mean, and we didn't live together or anything like that, but, like, I think it would have been... If we had... If my parents lived in the same state that we were living in and you were just kind of like off the map for a couple of hours, that would have been fine. But if I'm like texting you in the morning and you're like, I'm like, hey, what are you doing? I mean, you could lie. But like, I think that made it a little bit harder to hide that you had to be gone a whole day. Because um, I don't, we didn't always hang out on Saturdays, but... Yeah, I mean, also, it was good and bad, looking back, like, knowing what you were doing, because, like, I was on edge afterwards, like, when's it gonna happen, when's it gonna happen, when's it gonna That's happen? That's another story. Low-key, we should tell that story. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so, that was, I didn't like that part of it, because I was like, okay, he, like, afterwards, he, you know, he got, you know, he talked to my parents, <laughs> and I told, like, when's it gonna happen? It's just, like, is it today, is it tomorrow, it's next weekend, this weekend, and it gave me, honestly, a lot of anxiety, so um, should have said that at the feet of Jesus, girl. I don't know yeah. what she was doing. We definitely got to tell a story one day. That, that is funny. Um, <laughs> a proposal story. No, not even a proposal story. About the time where you thought I was going to propose. That's a whole. That's story. a part of the proposal story. Uh, I guess. So, <laughs> anyway. um, so I get the gifts. I drive to Pauline's parents' house, and I'm like a little early. And I didn't want to show up early, pull up on them like that. So I parked like a, a block away. And I was in the car just trying to get my words together. You know, I got... Were you nervous? 
Sir, I, I think Sir. that your daughter is an example of excellence. And I just, I don't know what that I was going to say. what you said? No, I didn't oh, say I that. Saying, that sounds nice. That sounds nice to you. Yeah. You've been looking at me like, boy. Uh, so, I don't know what, so I get, I get my little words together. And then I drive to her parents' house. So, I'm pulling up. And I see her dad and her brother in the yard doing yard work. And I'm like, oh, they're not even ready for this conversation. <laughs> I'm not trying to be there all day. Did you, did you get the impression that he knew why you were coming? I mean, he's not dumb. I'm sure he had an idea. Why, why else am I fly up to Boston? Yeah, by yourself. So, <laughs> I get in the house. I greet her mom, sit at the table. Her dad eventually comes in. And we're sitting there having small talk. Uh, and Everyone's favorite small talk. <laughs> after a while, your dad, your dad was like, okay. I know you didn't fly up here to have small talk. What's up? And then that's the moment where I went into my speech, talking about how great you are, how I've gotten to know you, how I want to care for you, all the Aww. good stuff. Aww. All the stuff, right? And then after I say all that, you expect to hear yes, right? You expect to hear yes. So wait, did you actually say, like, I'm here to ask for a hand? Yes. I also, I had the ring with me. That was another thing that my mentor okay. told me to do hey make sure you take the ring up there so that you show them you're serious because i was real young at the time so how old you know, are you 23 yeah so yeah they could looking at me like this little kid like he don't know what he doing it's like, all talk. yeah it's yeah. all talk but like when i when i pulled that ring out they their eyes did open up a little bit they're really like, they're just like okay he's like this serious. boy did my like, mom say that like oh he's serious yeah it was not playing i was like yeah that's right I mean, it's crazy because some people think, like, oh, I'm flying all the way out there. Like, that should be serious enough. But it's not always. Yeah. You would think that, right? Yeah. The flight ain't cheap. Anyway. In a little zip car. Anyway. I showed the ring. And then you're expecting a quick yes, no, right? And that's not what happened. Over the next four hours. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Of my life. Four hours. Like her dad started going into... Uh, responsibility and, and different things and as a dad now I, I can somewhat understand obviously I don't have any adult children but like and we, we don't have a daughter yet so right but so I get right. it he was doing he was doing what he should be doing and eventually at the end of the conversation I got him well, I didn't get him but he said yes um, but what was it was it like after all that, Timothy, my answer is yes. Yeah, I don't remember. I blacked out. I was just like, Lord, thank you. It was some type of affirmative response. Yeah. So the good thing is, for a lot of the conversation, Pauline's dad and her mom were in the room, but there were parts of the conversation where Pauline's mom stepped out. It was too the, long for her. She was no, I think your dad actually asked her, like, hey, can we have some man to man conversation? Sounds like hell. But when her dad said yes, her mom actually was in the room and heard it. Now, this is important because this is going to come up at the end yeah, of the story. This. That's a, a tip number two. <laughs> so, very important. I get the yes, and I'm excited and ecstatic and then they had they made dinner for me i ate that and i drove back to the airport now a few weeks later i good actually thing, also time time out good thing your flight was a lot later because you were you weren't expecting to be there that long right yeah but i mean yeah so that worked out so a few weeks later i actually proposed to pauline it was great July, yeah. it went well now here's where i want to pass it off to you okay 
where you can tell the story that's going to get juicy for y'all. So obviously, I mean, like I said, we live in the D.C. area. Uh, Tim's, all of Tim's family lives here. So um, all of his family was at the proposal. So the way, if you guys don't know our proposal story, we have a post about that. But um, our story podcast about that. Uh, Tim proposed with all of our close friends like around and then he had a surprise engagement party right after which was so, so sweet and then all of um, his family was there his mom take notes fellas mm. and his mom was there um, his brothers like all his close family my family was not there because of distance whatever so um, but and that's another good reason why I'm so glad that you did what you did as far as going to Boston because at least my family can feel included in, you know, in one way because they weren't able to be at the actual proposal. So the proposal happened so nice. I was so surprised, happy, all those things. So I think like somebody tried to FaceTime my mom, but it didn't work out. I don't know. iPhones were not as good back then, but um, anyway, so the next day, I'm like, all right, I'm going to call my parents and, like, tell them. Like, of course, I know that Tim went there because afterwards, you know, he, like I mentioned earlier, he went and he told me that, like, he didn't tell me the details, but he told me, like, you know, we're good to move forward, whatever. And that's when I was on edge. So afterwards, he told me what happened, like, actually at the, when he went so then I call my parents and tell them, um, like, I wanted them to hear from me that it actually happened. Because I, they, of course, they knew about that Tim was going to do it, but I don't think they knew when. So I wanted to let them know, like, hey, I know now. Like, we can, you know, we're engaged now. We can talk about I think they knew because I, I invited them just, like, out of honor. Because yeah. I didn't expect them to fly down, but I didn't. Right. But I at least was, like, let me, like, talk to them about it because I hadn't yet. So um, my mom was excited, of course. That was fine. No, like, kind of shock there. So then when I called my dad, like, later that afternoon after work, and I'm like, yeah, like, we're engaged. Like, Tim proposed yesterday. Whatever. And he's like, this is not a good idea. Um, I think that you, you should slow things down. I think that you should looking to what happened to grad school all these different things and i'm just like what and i'm like okay you don't think it's a good idea then why did you give tim your blessing he said i didn't give him my blessing uh, what and i was like I'm, at this point i'm like tearing up and i'm just like okay like this is one of the happiest moments of my life like my dad is not being not really like responding the way that i need him to respond I'm not necessarily, like, a words of affirmation person, I thought. But I think maybe in, like, heightened moments like this, like, all you kind of want to hear is, like, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. You know, like, that's all you want to hear. And then maybe a few weeks down the road, you can go more into, like, concerns and things. I don't know. Especially, I, I should just think about, like, your graduation ceremony. Like, that's the time when you, even if you don't like the person and you pass them, like, hey, congratulations, I saw that you just graduated. Like, just kind of say what you're supposed to say. And not that so that you can build that person up, but literally just so you don't tear them down. So, that was really hard for me because, um, 
of I was like I was on cloud nine like you know we had got engaged on Thursday I had to work the next day not had to but I worked to the next day in the office this was back when everybody worked in the office right everybody um, was excited for you everyone was excited for me like literally the day before I had met with my boss and her boss so like my two bosses and they, I was telling them like yeah like Tim had just gotten back and he was like well you're supposed to know about that he's like it must be happening soon and then he was like oh I was right so they were like all happy for me when I wore my ring to work and I like got my nails done and um I like didn't work at all that day yeah, <laughs> my, like Instagram was blowing up my phone was blowing up it was like crazy and I also was like just go home like it's Friday whatever so I was just like on such in such a good mood just so happy um and then you know I kind of I don't know I guess I wasn't really I know how my dad can be so I wasn't really like expecting him to uh I don't know, be over the moon or, like, ecstatic or whatever. Like, pretty much act out of character. But I wasn't expecting him to say what he said. So, when he was like, yeah, I took the... I didn't... I didn't give him my blessing. I was like, oh, okay. Did you think I lied? No, of course not. And especially because I know his history versus your history. So, I was like, okay, so you're you're saying that you know are you saying that tim is lying are you like what's like what does this mean so luckily like tim said luckily my mom was there so after i got the phone my dad i'm like crying i'm upset because i'm just like wow like this is you know supposed to be somebody who's supportive of me excited for me whatever my parents loved him have always loved him so it was never about him and like yeah and i just want to add a disclaimer here like we love pauline's dad we honor him and this is something that can be really helpful for you all watching when you do come to that time of getting engaged. That's a transition yeah. for your parents just as much as it is for you. And a lot of times, whatever energy you're getting that may seem like they're not happy for you or not supportive for you, it's not necessarily because of you or the person you're getting married to, but it's because they're dealing with their own thoughts, pains, insecurities, whatever the word is. In an unhealthy way. Of like, man, like I thought I would be in a different place when my daughter yeah. or my son gets married. Yeah, and it's it's tough because like, you know, my dad has done and does do to this day like the best that he can. He's a lot older and like grew up in a different generation and like those are things that I've had to kind of learn to be gracious with towards him. Um but I called my mom afterwards and I was like, hey, like, can you verify this? Because, like, this is what I'm hearing and this is what Tim told me. And she was like, oh, no, like, you know, your dad definitely gave him the blessing. And I told her what was going on and she she handled it how she handled it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, all that to say, like, it's really good that my mom was there because, like, my dad never, you know, came back and was like. So would you, did that give you more security that I was? was like did get the blessing i i think that i was more concerned about like protecting our future union and like how we got together because like i've never been through this before of course and like to tim's point like neither has my dad so i very much like respect that this was a big transition and, like you know some people would say we got married young i definitely think my my dad would say that i mean my parents were um whatever i'm not gonna go into their whole history but my parents were older than what we were when they got married by nine years so and they had a lot of other they just had a way different place in their life when they got married than versus when we were 
So I think that, you know, all parents have this vision for, like, their kids' lives and, like, what they want their lives to be like. And we can relate to that, you know, yeah. in a way. Pastors make the joke all the time. Yes. Like, the Lord knows the plans he has for you it's, and your parents yeah, or your know the plans or, that they have for your life. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you all probably had coaches or teachers who were like, I see you doing this or like whatever and you're like okay and other times you're like no i don't want that um or or your boss wants you to like replace them or like be their protege or whatever the case is so how much more our parents you know they invest so much into us so like i get it but like i understand but that doesn't make it right so anyway i think that um yeah just like respecting his kind of like i that's the biggest thing that i took just from the engagement process of like how much a transition it is for parents as much as it is for us or you as the individual getting married, especially if you're the oldest or if you're the first in your family to get married. It's a huge, like, leaving and cleaving experience that your parents go through of, like, having to let you go. And if you are, you know, this day and age, people do not get married, like, 18 years old too much. Like, a lot of us are still financially dependent on our parents, like, well after you graduate, whether you're living at home or you, I don't know, whatever, your parents help you with certain things. Like, your parents still feel like this attachment to you. So anyway... All I have to say, yes, I'm very glad that my mom was there and because I was more trying to, I didn't ever want the narrative to be twisted that like, oh, they did this kind of behind our back or like, you know, and that's why I was so intentional and why I told you in the beginning, like, hey, I do want you to, to involve them as much as possible and honor them as much as possible because I want it to be... I want to protect, you know, not like our image, but just protect who we are <laughs> inside and out as well. I want it to be authentic. Um, so that's what I was most concerned about was like, I didn't want any twisted like rumors or, or anything like that just because of some things that have happened in the past of, you know, words that were spoken. Yeah. Now people may be wondering, Tim, how did you feel? Yeah. After you flew all the way up there, after you bought the gifts, after <laughs> you get the ring. What are you feeling? And at the time, honestly, I was not mad. I can truthfully say that. Now, some people would be pissed off. Some people would be angry. And like, feel disrespected. Now, I did not love it. Let's, let's be clear. I wasn't like, oh, yes, I love that he said this or that he felt this way. But at the end of the day, I knew and I knew the Lord knew that I did everything I could to be honoring, to be considerate. And to get the blessing. And I knew I got it. So I was good. I was never tripping off it. Yeah. And it helped that Pauline believed me. Now, if Pauline didn't believe me, then that would have been a whole nother story where maybe I would have been more upset. Like, that, that could have led down a whole different path. But I'm grateful that I was secure in what happened. And also, like I said, I was glad that Pauline's mom was there because there yeah. was another witness. Uh, so at the end of the day, it all worked out. Her dad loves me. I love him. We like each other. So... Well, it's I, great. I think just to, like, kind of wrap it up, like, I mean, it wasn't, it's kind of like, okay, so what happened then? I mean, it was a lot of, like, uh, boundaries had to be put in place during our engagement. Our engagement was a very, like, emotional time for me, um, given that start. And, you know, there was a conversation I had about, like, two weeks later, and I was at the point where I was like, I can't, you know, I have to have, like, I have to be in a stable place to have certain conversations. Like I had to screen certain calls. I can't just pick up and talk to whoever because I would get so upset about it. And obviously like I'm a very emotional person, very passionate, like deep person. Um, 
a deeply passionate person i should say like some people would go through this exact situation and they just wouldn't care it wouldn't bother them my best friend's like that she's just like okay if that's how you feel then that's how you feel i still feel how i feel but i'm more of like i wanted everybody like rallying and like supportive and excited and i've learned that like i really can't control how other people view um situations or view things like all of us can go through the same exact situation and people view things differently sometimes it's because your personality is different like your makeup whatever the case is your pain your trauma that you've gone through but like i just have more learned that like hey if i'm excited about something i'm gonna be excited and i'm not gonna it's, i'm sad that you're also not excited but also i'm not gonna let your perspective steal you know my excitement like this is I'm only getting married once by God's grace like this is the only time I'm going to be engaged I want to soak up all the engagement engagement has enough stress and pressure surrounding it but there are some fun things and I wanted to really bask in those so anyway a couple weeks later you know I did have a follow-up conversation with my dad because we had already found a venue like things are kind of moving quickly and he kind of like explained you know um what he wanted and you know different things and I had told him like you know basically what we were gonna do and what we weren't gonna do and like it wasn't it was a very like defining moment for me just honestly like from child from being somebody's child to becoming someone's soon-to-be wife and like there's a separation that happens and like being okay with that and that transition does take time and it's still something of course that I'm growing in and learning in um that's always you know happening but there it was just it was hard because you know my dad wanted um you know he wanted the wedding to be in boston he wanted to pay for it he wanted all these certain things and i get it i'm his only daughter like this is kind of your only chance to like have you know like host your daughter's wedding or whatever and like none of those things were really able to happen and that's okay because god had a better plan and i'm so grateful for you know what our wedding turned out to be and like the story of it all and at the end of the day it's just a wedding like it doesn't really determine you know how strong your marriage or impactful your marriage will be but um but yeah it, it, it eventually I'm not gonna say they came around because there has been no like redemptive conversation yet but I think that God used that hard time and those hard conversations to shape me and like birth me as a grown-up <laughs> in another way and as you know as a wife and, and honestly had made it has made me more confident helped define and show like how great of a fit Tim was for me or is for me like and his response because like you said a lot of guys would like kind of be upset and like make the situation worse but I was like wow his demeanor is showing that like, he can handle the crazy side of my family and um you know he's somebody that so my my trust in you was like deepened in that way too so yeah every situation can reveal whether someone you're with is a good fit for you or not a good fit if you are open to seeing that and i also think too it can show that like even if you do all the right things so those of you who are about to propose or about to go through this kind of process like it's kind of like as far as the Bible says, as far as be unto you, pursue peace with everybody. But there's only so much that you can do to, you know, to do that. But I think because we did everything that we could do, we're peaceful. We're grateful. It didn't The results didn't come out the way that we wanted them to. But that doesn't mean that God wasn't in it. And it doesn't mean that our relationship and our engagement wasn't blessed because it was and it is. Um, even without, you know help from certain people or whatever the case is like god provided and you know all those things so i think just 
do what you need to do. Sometimes we can be so focused on like, oh, well, how can I get my parents to bless it? And like, maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't think the point is to get the blessing. I think the point is to offer the opportunity for them to bless it. And they may not take it and that's their miss out. Yeah, so hopefully this was helpful. Hopefully you got something out of it. Uh, we wanted to be real and transparent during this yeah. story time because so many people have stories like this, but they don't share it. And hopefully this will make you either feel like you're not alone if you're walking through this currently, or if it does happen to you, you'll know how to navigate it. You'll know what's a good way to respond, what's not a good way. And then you also see that, hey, this is just a moment. Yeah, Years from now, forever. we'll have a healthy, happy marriage. And hopefully everybody is on board. But regardless, if you're in God's will, you're going to be good. I feel like this is the first time I've told this story without crying. <laughs> when we used to talk about it um, years ago, especially when it was happening, I like, used to get really emotional. So, praise God. Good for you for growing. This has been another episode of the W Podcast. We'll see y'all next week. Bye. Thanks for watching this video. To get more Christian relationship advice, subscribe to our channel. And make sure you check out our other videos as well.